We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman, who certainly has been a polarizing figure for some within Baltimore's fan base, looks to be a candidate for one of the most prestigious programs in college football. Yes, Sarah. Stanford University has spoken with Giro about its head coaching vacancy, and John Harbaugh confirmed that as fact on Wednesday. We'll dive into what this would mean for the Ravens just ahead. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Thursday, December 1st, and this is your morning Ravens vault. So a slew of players returned to practice for the Ravens on Wednesday, and that list did include J.K. Dobbins. Plus, I'll pull back the curtain as to what may have been the reason that led to Lamar Jackson not meeting with the media Wednesday as he was previously scheduled to do. We have all that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the morning vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. So could Greg Roman's time in Baltimore actually be coming to an end? Well, the answer to that question looks to be in the powers that be at Stanford. And that's because Roman has spoken with Stanford about its head coaching vacancy, which opened up after David Shaw, who is another former Ravens assistant coach, officially resigned from the position over the weekend. Shaw was actually the winningest coach in Stanford history, but then things took a turn and the team finished with an abysmal three and nine record in both of the past two seasons. So enter Greg Roman. Now he served as the tight ends coach and offensive tackles coach at Stanford from 2009 and 2010 on Jim Harbaugh's staff. And we all know Jim is John Harbaugh's brother and the Ravens head coach confirmed the news about Roman potentially interviewing there on Wednesday. Greg talked to me. He said that uh, there had been some contact there. I think it's very preliminary right now, and that's where it's at. You know, we have really great coaches. They're going to have opportunities, and we always try to encourage that and support that any way we can. You know, Sarah, we both know there are some Greg Roman critics that are absolutely giddy over this news. Like, some folks within this fan base have been calling for his firing for two years at this point, but they can't get too excited just yet because... Harbaugh himself did say this is very preliminary at this point in time. Yeah, exactly. And Stanford has to 
actually make an offer to Roman, which hasn't happened yet. And plus, I'm sure there will be competition for the job that was just not known yet how many other candidates there are at this point. But I think that's why Roman's critics have never spoken more positively about him online. Bobby, I know we're both seeing a ton of tweets singing his praises with Stanford tagged on those tweets. So they've tagged Stanford with the reminders that Roman, well, we remember he won the NFL assistant coach of the year in 2019, and he quote-unquote developed Lamar Jackson into an MVP quarterback. They also tagged Stanford to let them know that he has the most consecutive games with 100-plus rushing yards in NFL history with 43 over three seasons. And they also let the school know that his offenses have averaged the second most points per game across the entire NFL since 2019, trailing only Kansas City. And of course, Bobby, none of that has to do with Lamar Jackson. It's all Roman. Stanford should know that. Yeah, and let's not forget that his critics are putting out a few carrots for Roman himself, tweeting that Shaw was being paid around $9 million annually, just in case Roman had any doubts about leaving the NFL. I mean, this has just been a circus so far today. And Bobby, obviously, we're, we're joking around a little bit here, but on a more serious note, if John Harbaugh was feeling like the offense was getting stale, and if he was considering moving on for Roman, I honestly can't think of a more ideal way for the two sides to part ways. Roman leaving for a head coaching job would make it so that nobody gets fired. Nobody has harsh feelings. Nobody's reputation is taking a hit. It would just be an easy way for everybody to go their way. It's also worth mentioning that we're just speculating right now on the podcast. Like We don't know whether Harbaugh wants to move on from Roman or not. He's not made any indication that that's the case, by the way, the former. But if a move was made, who would be the candidates to replace him? I mean, that becomes the question. Internally, I think we could both see QB's coach James Urban or maybe even one of the coaches working with the receivers in recent seasons like T. Martin or Keith Williams being a potential candidate. Yeah, and maybe Craig Versteeg or tight ends coach George Godsey. Maybe they could do it too. But to be honest, Bobby, if it's the Stanford job that finally is what pulls Roman away, I don't think it would really have to happen until the offseason. And I don't know who the other candidates are for the Stanford job, but ultimately, if they choose Roman, they could let him finish things here this season in Baltimore. And so if they hire him, which is still an if, and if he would leave after the season, I would like to see Harbaugh open the job up to outside candidates too. And assuming that Lamar Jackson returns in 2023, and I'm assuming he will, whether it's on a long-term deal or the franchise tag, I would want Harbaugh and the Ravens to go out and search everywhere, look under every rock to make sure he finds the perfect marriage with Lamar Jackson. I would love to see Lamar one time with a coordinator that's different just to see what possibly could unlock him and his potential in the NFL. Yeah, I wonder if Harbs and his staff will consider consulting portions of this fan base, but still <laughs> to come here on the vault, a full practice report from Wednesday, including an encouraging development regarding Marcus Williams. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Bobby. So as I tweeted out yesterday... Wednesday's practice felt like a dream based on how many guys were out there participating. Yeah, definitely encouraging being that it's officially December. I mean, December football's here. So happy December 1st, partner. But let's begin with an update on safety. Marcus Williams, who's working his way back from that dislocated wrist that he suffered all about eight weeks ago at this point. Williams was seen catching passes with both hands which is certainly a step forward in his ongoing rehab process, but I don't suspect that we'll see him this week based on what Harb said yesterday. Yeah, Marcus, uh, he's out there. He's got he's got kind of a plastic uh, cast on his wrist, and uh, it's another week where he can't do any kind of uh, physical contact with it, but he can run. Uh, he was in uh, various parts of the practice that he was allowed to be in, so it's good to see him back out there. Yeah, so Marcus probably won't be out there this weekend, but hopefully soon. And what's the latest with J.K. Dobbins? Yeah, so Dobbins returned to practice on Wednesday, which, of course, began his 21-day window to be activated off of injured reserve. And remember, J.K. had that follow-up procedure in, what, late October or so to remove some scar tissue that had built up on his knee. So now that slow ramp-up period, what I'm sure will be a slow ramp-up period, begins. And listen, Dobbins looked absolutely giddy being out there based off of some of the videos that the team put up. But something to keep in mind here, Dobbins can be activated by the team at any point within this 21-day window, but he won't be able to play again this season should that deadline pass without him being moved to the active roster. In other news, both Ronnie Stanley and Kyle Hamilton returned to practice on Wednesday after missing last weekend's game in Jacksonville. Stanley was limited while Hamilton was actually a full participant. And one more update regarding Isaiah Likely. Baltimore's rookie tight end was back practicing Wednesday after rolling his ankle last Friday, which ultimately last minute caused him to miss the Jaguars game. So everyone was expecting to see Lamar Jackson at the podium taking questions from reporters, just like he usually does on Wednesdays. But at the end of the press session, Ravens PR told reporters that he had left practice early to receive treatment from a trainer and would not be available until Thursday or Friday, partner. Right. And then, Bobby, the Ravens official injury report was released later in the afternoon, and Lamar was listed as a limited practice participant with a quad injury. But if you're worried about whether Lamar will be available for the game, the Baltimore Sun also reported this, quote, after practice, Jackson didn't appear to be in any pain in the locker room as he joked around with teammates, close quote. Okay, so we got to address the elephant in the room here, Sarah. There's no doubt that reporters were planning on asking Lamar about his postgame tweet, probably right off the bat. 
there's also no doubt that Lamar probably wasn't looking forward to answering those kinds of questions, especially after the ESPN article published by Jamison Hensley unfairly characterized his post-game tweet as being anti-gay. So I guess the question becomes, do you think Lamar really needed some treatment with that trainer or was he just delaying the interview? Yeah, Bobby, I'd be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind that he was trying to dodge the media for another day or two. And I wouldn't blame him. Now, listen, I'm not saying that Lamar doesn't have a quad injury and I'm not saying he didn't see the trainer about it. It's just interesting that he had to do it at the very time he was supposed to speak with the media. And given the note from the Baltimore Sun about him joking around with teammates, I'm prone to think at this point that he's not seriously hurt. And hey, if this is a delay, it's a smart PR move. You've probably heard the Friday news dump phrase before, where organizations announce news late Friday so it won't get much coverage. And I'm sure Lamar and the Ravens don't want another round of TV shows like ESPN's Get Up or Fox's Undisputed or the many others talking about this tweet on their show. So by pushing the podium session to say Friday, it would get less coverage because those shows aren't airing over the weekend. And then by the time they are back on air Monday, they'll have a bunch of games they need to cover and the story will have lost steam. So like I said, it's a smart move on their part if that's indeed what they're doing. But just to be clear, this is all speculation. And I hope the speculation is right because none of us want to see Lamar injured. But we'll see how things progress throughout the week. And before we fly, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with this from Caesars Sportsbook. The Ravens are eight and a half point favorites over the Denver Broncos ahead of their week 13 matchup in Baltimore this Sunday. Everybody knows Russell Wilson, what he did in the past, and he's still capable of it. So uh, when you got a guy like that that knows the game, is very athletic, got an arm, he could do it all. Uh, you just, you got to prep, you got to be at your all-time best with prepping. With Lamar Jackson under center, Baltimore is 14 and one straight up when favored by at least seven points at the bank. This is a defense that plays very well together. Uh, they've got a lot of really good, a lot of good players. You know, they've got they got three or four really, really top level players. You got two, two, one or two guys at every level. They're kind of star players, I guess you'd say. And then they've got a bunch of guys that uh, are all very good players that play. They all like, they play the same. I mean, at the position, they all play the same, which is the mark of a well coached, well coached defense. So uh, it's a very good system defense. They play very hard, and and they're very successful. I think they're the second rate defense in, in the NFL right now. So. Uh, we've got our hands full, and we're looking forward to the challenge. Elsewhere, Ravens training camp standout wide receiver Shamar Bridges has signed to Baltimore's practice squad. The undrafted rookie out of Fort Valley State was waived with an injury settlement in September during final roster cuts. And finally, former Ravens Super Bowl winning QB Trent Dofer has been named the next head coach at UAB football. This is Dofer's first collegiate coaching gig after spending the last four years as head coach at nationally ranked Lipscomb Academy in Nashville. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault, a podcast unaffiliated with the team. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you've been enjoying our content, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. 
You can also catch us on YouTube by searching Raven's Vault Podcast. And we'd also love to hear from you with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email in the meantime via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. That is all the time we've got today, but the vault will be back on Friday with the Ravens news you need to know and also be on the lookout for our official Ravens Broncos game preview with special guest Brandon Stokely. 